what is it, Mary? Do you want the moon? Just just say the word and I'll pull a big lasso down and I'll pull it down, Diane. <laughs> My mouth's blatant work! Suzu's petals. Suzu's petals. Suzu's petals! There they are! Merry Christmas, Bert! Merry Christmas, you old building alone! Alright, so that was Becca performing Thank you. admirably for us. Thank you, Becca. Thank you for that rendition of It's a Wonderful Life. Becca asked to be on this episode, or we asked her to be on this episode, excuse me. Uh, it turns yes, out she one. could not do it because I think she was uh, on a date with one of the Jonas Brothers. Is that? <laughs> I think you made the better choice, Becca. Like I said, it depends on the Jonas Brother now, doesn't it? I think they're all married now, so maybe not actually. Well, I remember when the Jonas Brothers were called Hanson, so... I'm from a different era. Yes. All right. First FSBT movie night. I think it's fair to say it was a smashing success. I think it was. I, I was actually surprised by the amount of engagement. It was awesome. So uh, this whole thing came together because I found out that you had actually never seen It's a Wonderful Life all the way through. You had just seen little bits and pieces of it. Right. So we have to begin what did you think of the movie? Oh, I loved it. It was great. I enjoyed it. Genuinely enjoyed it. So, I didn't cry. But not because I have a stone cold heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it. Was it because you wear oh. glasses? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Was it because... I did watch it in color, though. Okay. Because uh, Amazon Prime gave me the option to watch it in color. And I already saw one black and white movie this month. And that was one too many, to be honest. So, Okay. <laughs> uh, judging by your voice, uh, did you not cry because you are now a three-pack-a-day smoker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have become hardened. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a little cold this week. So, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, I look forward to editing out all of uh, your coughs and sniffles. I'm doing okay. You are so doing far. okay. We're at the 255 mark of the audio. <laughs> and I haven't coughed yet. Yeah, there's still time. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I loved it. So, so I'll probably show it to my kids, and they'll be bored to tears <laughs> by it. But uh, so quick shout out to everybody I'm going to miss people because we had a bunch of people tweeting along with it but thank you yeah thank you to uh, I guess top billing would have to go to new baby Laura since she joined Twitter for the express purpose of following along with us yes uh, shout out to new yes. baby Laura shout out to Clint shout out to Seth shout out to uh, who else am I missing who else was tweeting around the whole thing hold Kendra. on hold Kendra on did. Ryan yep. Ryan Kendra did a turn she did. <laughs> um, let's see. I can't find anyone else. Yeah, that looks like all the tweeters. So uh, I have a topic list of pressing concerns okay. slash hot takes, uh, which I did not share okay. with you 
before we began the episode because you hadn't seen the movie yet. It wouldn't have made sense. Right. But we're just coming off of your first viewing, so everything is kind of fresh on your mind. Yeah. Casey, how many people got injured jumping into that pool? <laughs> this is this is a sticking point for me. I Every single time I watch this, I cringe when people are... Why would they get injured? Because it's like a five... They're, they're diving into like a shallow pool head first. Mm. Oh, I didn't... Um consider that at all <laughs> because there was a scene like where where george and mary fell in and then they pop back right. up and they're kind of dancing around it and then everybody you can kind of see people like standing you know and right. then all of a sudden people start diving in head for at least two dozen people injured themselves you cannot convince <laughs> me otherwise i mean that that prom or whatever it was got exciting really fast <laughs> it went from just like the Charleston to a lot of wet people. <laughs> when uh, when George Bailey was doing the thing where he like weaves his legs back and forth with his hands on his knees, <laughs> yeah, was that <laughs> is a, that your signature? Yes, move? it is. <laughs> was that a stumbling block for you to see this? I think I was actually tweeting during that, but no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's okay. You can admit to the people if you if you found yourself with a little bit of a heart boner at that moment. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was okay i think i remained pure okay i just i feel like a lot of people get injured that's that's my hot take on that don't don't dive headfirst into a a swimming pool like that that's i want to know if such a room actually exists in a school anywhere <laughs> it doesn't seem like it would work it does that was filmed at a real school at hollywood oh. hollywood high school Oh, there you go. I knew you would knew, know this stuff. Okay, Hollywood <laughs> High School. All right. Uh, I guess the, the King David Award for crappy parenting. Mm, uh, it's mm. got to go. It's got to go to Mr. Bailey, George's dad. Wow. Why? So, uh, the, the, he's in like five minutes of the movie. It's, it's more than enough for me to say he's a horrible father. George did not hesitate to jump in and save his brother. So he was obviously like a decent person, which maybe had something to do with parenting a little bit. Uh, sure. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I just feel like he's following like the biblical parallels to King David pretty closely in that he's throwing himself into his kingdom, which in his case is the building alone and neglecting mm -hmm. uh, his own children as evidenced by the fact that uh, he sees his son before and after Mr. Gower bloodies his ear and does nothing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'll give you hey, that. Hey, dude, crawl out of the building alone for five minutes, walk across the street, and pull Mr. Gower out of the drugstore and put hands on him. Like, you just... There are certain <laughs> things as a dad. Like, you have to throw hands. Like, even if you know you're not going to win the fight, you have to throw hands. And if somebody is bloodying up your kid... You say this like you've been in this situation before. Have you gotten in a fight over your well, kids the, the day's not over, Casey. <laughs> I mean, there are certain situations where it's just like... 
not an option. Okay, like, you wouldn't... <laughs> would you begrudge <laughs> Danny? Like, if Danny threw hands? Uh, like, if somebody did that to one of your kids? No, not at all. I'm just... You're, you're speaking as if this has happened before. I'm giving you a okay. hard time. <laughs> I just feel like... Monumental okay. parenting failure there of like not mm. not even realizing that that's a pretty significant wound George is walking around with. <laughs> like, you're not going to notice that. You're not going to notice that he's coming home. Yeah, yeah. With a gigantic bandage on his ear. Mm. Mm. Unless Mr. Gower gave him like some good stuff <laughs> to compensate for this. Like, here you go, kid. Here's a here's a. Uh, you've had way too much time in your life to think about this like, movie. It's like, uh, George, sorry I bloodied your ear. Here's a... Uh, here's some here's morphine. an Altoids box with morphine and quaaludes in it. <laughs> a little cocaine for good measure. <laughs> well, I think back then they had cocaine in the Coca-Cola. Yeah, that's what they say. So, that would, that would have been fun. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you don't like Jordan's dad, but he dies pretty quick. He, he so. does die pretty quick. Uh, and that leads us into the other scene I wanted to talk about. Um, because George, like George's dad's death interrupts one of the more fascinating parts of the movie when Mary is naked inside the hydrangea bush. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And my hot take for you is she totally got naked on purpose. Um, I don't, I don't agree <laughs> at all. All right. St- state your case. And then I'll, then I'll, well, they already laid the groundwork that he was going to step on her rope tie because he does it once and then they catch it. So then that happens again when she gets, I don't remember why she runs away. Because George was about, he was yelling at the neighbor. Yeah, so she wants to get away from the whole scene, mm-hmm. and he steps on her rope tie again. So, but he's not pulling the tie; he's just stepping on it, and that rope's not going to come off unless she's already un- okay, undone. Matthew, the fr- it's a movie. Listen, all I'm saying is that she was seducing him in that moment and trying to make it look like an accident. No woman would willfully want to be in a bush naked with, like, prickly stuff, (laughs) prickly stuff and bugs and, ugh, no. Well, it, it further. I've I've watched this scene several times. I know you find that shocking. Of course, <laughs> it furthers my theory that George was homeschooled because at at no point does he ever look into the bush. No. Well, I mean, he's respectful. And but it's nineteen twenty eight. It's a different time. See, the, they they want you to think that he's got the power in that scene, but like he's refusing mm-hmm. to give the robe back. I think the way he's again the scene gets cut short, so you don't know exactly where he was going. But it sounds like he's about to use it as a bargaining chip. I yeah. think he was going to bargain for a second date. Like maybe that's my mm-hmm. that's my guess. Yeah. Um, uh, Mary had all the power in that scene. 
because she was naked. All she had to do, like if she really wanted it back, which I'm not sure that she did, if she really wanted the robe back, all she had to do was just step out of the bush and and walk up to him and say, I would like my robe back, please. And Joy, he's he's such a like a stammering neurotic mess. Like he would have just yeah. immediately fallen apart. Of I can see your 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 raspberries. I got to cover up. Oh, my God. oh, well, I'll cover up before everyone sees. Oh, I would like to apologize for my George Bailey voice. For the rest of the episode, because it's it doesn't really sound like yeah. him. It just sort of sounds like a uh, like like an orgasmic version of George <laughs> Bailey. Oh, which, as you've revealed on an earlier episode, is your sole purpose for using voices in your home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may, in, in advance of this episode, I may have been. Trying them out on Kendra. Yeah, I I know this okay. already. She texted me this morning. <laughs> what, what, what do you know exactly? And I'll I'll go from there. She said that um, you could act out the whole movie using all the voices because you haven't memorized. All right. In in the words of of Mr. Potter, sentimental <laughs> hogwash. <laughs> Uh, no, like I. Oh, that guy was a dick. <laughs> I thought I didn't know if maybe there was going to be a redeeming moment for him. There wasn't. It turns out there was not, in fact. <laughs> Which I think is a lesson for all of us. You know. <laughs> so uh, I just I need to report before we move on that in trying all the different voices on Kendra, Mister Potter got slapped. and george bailey got slapped uh when he made a inappropriate joke about zuzu's pedal oh my gosh have you not zuzu herself just i get it i i can break the joke down if you guys need to understand no i'm good i'm good (laughs) i'm good (laughs) <laughs> okay. All right. So, who is your who is your like favorite random character in the movie, other than the main people? Like who who caught your eye? Um, the the housekeeper probably. <laughs> I liked her a lot. I liked her in the end when she was like saving this money for a divorce if I ever get married. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed out loud at that part. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I like the uncle. Even I mean, he, but I don't understand the animals. The uncle, like, what was that I mean, about? I don't know. Like, it, it made kind of made you wonder, like, if there was stuff in like the the director's original version that got left on the cutting room floor because they never really explained that. Yeah, it was so strange. Um. Yeah. <laughs> What did you think of Violet? Oh man, Violet was getting slut shamed from the very beginning. <laughs> these are the these Mar- are the takes that Mary's I, like, I'm ready for. <laughs> Mary's like, you like every boy or whatever. I'm like, damn girl, 
<laughs> She's seven. Give her a break. <laughs> it's pretty clear that Mary was threatened by by, yeah. by Violet. I didn't really understand uh, what ha- like why was Violet leaving. Did they ever explain that? I don't think so. Or Not is really. There's some something that's supposed to be understood. And then in the part where he didn't exist, she was getting arrested for something. Yeah, I think she was like a dancer or something yeah. like that. I gotta say, Pottersville yeah. seems like a pretty rad place to live. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, a cool like cigar <laughs> bar on every corner. Like bars and burlesque shows everywhere you look. I mean, there like one of the signs was like ten cents a dance. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I mean, that's that would be a place that I would. They appear to be fully clothed. I would take my homeschool <laughs> friends there, and we would learn the fine art of uh, dancing with women. Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely what it was for. <laughs> Just for all the homeschool bros <laughs> to come to and <laughs> learn how to, you know, f- physically interact with women who are getting paid ten cents a dance. <laughs> Oh, Pottersville. I was, I liked that. Like, I like any movie that paints the super rich as evil. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that whole it, arc of the except, story. And this is, this is one of my, my big things. Except for Sam Wainwright. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Sam. I think, I think my hottest take about the film is that I feel like there were multiple angels deployed in the t- in the film's timeline, there, and there was also an mm. angel deployed to Sam Wainwright that that mm. paralleled what was happening with George Bailey that turned his life mm. around from being a a a playboy tycoon to all of a sudden being mm. a millionaire philanthropist. Mm, yeah, and my theory is. Well, this is what the- donkey thing yeah i don't know that was it got old the first after the first time oh my gosh my theory is it was the woman the woman that was massaging his shoulders the floozy at the (laughs) office party when he was supposed to be talking to mary on the phone yeah i think that was was i think it was actually his angel (laughs) i am I, sh- I shouldn't be surprised how much thought you've put into every minute of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I am. <laughs> All right. So talk about talk about Mary uh, and her horrific okay. transformation into an old maid. <laughs> wow. And also, I will. Okay. Yes. So... <laughs> That whole, that whole thing was like, what's the worst possible thing that could have happened to Mary? <laughs> she becomes a librarian? <laughs> just like, that's interesting. But yeah, she just all of a sudden went from beautiful, striking woman to glasses wearing nerd. <laughs> which of course means she would never find love. <laughs> hey, old maid Mary, still pretty hot. <laughs> still quite hot uh, I thought that was pretty funny and that also really like that seemed to be the straw for George <laughs> so like the final thing 
that just sent him over the edge seeing his wife with glasses. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> One of my favorite random parts of the movie is like when he's chasing her through the street. And uh-huh. he's like, oh, that's my wife. And she goes, <laughs> and faints. <laughs> I just feel like that's like a, a microcosm of my dating career from like 99 <laughs> to 2001. <laughs> just every girl I saw, oh, that's my wife. <laughs> and then them reacting with revulsion and horror. Yes. oh man I like the Instagram filter they used on the whole movie (laughs) that's what you get for watching the colorized version this is weird oh it's like everybody looks so good just young and soft (laughs) fuzzy yeah exactly I got yeah, I I don't know. I I guess so. They released it in black and white, but they had they were able to also record it in color. I don't know how that works. No, they came back later and and just colorized it with special effects. Oh, okay. I knew you would know the answer to that. <laughs> I was homeschooled. <laughs> so I, I gotta okay. say, what other question? Well, I just I'm I'm not done with Mary yet. I gotta talk about Mary. Okay, go back. Maybe the quintessential performance of a movie wife. Hmm. I like the part where they were like, Mary went on to have two more children and also found time to work at the, (laughs) serve food at the, whatever they said, at the USO, or is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, of course she did. (laughs) Uh, Also, she looks pretty good for having all those kids. As a matter of fact, oh, looks yeah. exactly the same as she did in the high school scenes. It is amazing um, what being an actress who's recording a role that they're not actually in can do for someone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I made these points on the show before, like in various other episodes. Uh, but Mary, I'm just going to list her qualities for a second. Okay. Incredible hair. Like... Her her hair performance, 10 out of 10 in this movie. Yeah, I'll definitely give her Looking that. good in every single scene. Just, yeah. just an iconic hair performance. The uh, mm. f- final mm. scene with a little like braid going around the back, uh, which she also did, also found time while she was saving, you know, her husband's life and livelihood, found time to do Zuzu's hair the exact same way. Right, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful performance. Um, I think the best thing about Mary in this movie is she's just really good at picking her spots. What do you mean? I mean, like, like in any marriage or relationship, there's going to be like this tension of <laughs> this tension of like who's in charge, who's leading, who's who's got the spotlight, all this stuff, and uh, you know, sometimes I don't know, like sometimes the man takes it all. Sometimes the woman takes it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just does a great job of, Oh, you know what? Like I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang back for a second and just let George kind of do his thing. Oh, wait, George is falling apart. I'm stepping in. I'm taking over. Mm. And her timing is just, her yeah. timing is beautiful. 
like the like when they had the the run on the bank and everybody floods into the building alone just kind of uh-huh. like hangs back and lets George do his thing but then like at the moment where George needs help she just immediately steps in and takes over and saves the day yeah just she's the hero a, basically is what yeah, you're it's saying it's just a great a great wife performance yeah you need somebody who's going to step uh, in and take over uh but who's also not going to be like totally domineering all the time too yeah for sure um i was gonna say something else about her and now i've forgotten so i agree with you (laughs) (laughs) could she have made it any more obvious how badly she wanted george i i know what i was gonna say She also had to be extremely patient oh, yeah. and long-suffering because, wow, George was a piece of work. He really was. Just, what a whiner sometimes. <laughs> like, grow up, buddy. <laughs> the amount of whining at certain parts in the movie over his lot in life, just, it was a little much. Yeah, I mean, what are we saying George's musical choices were? Because he definitely had like an emo streak to him. Oh, yeah. Like, my. Oh, I was just going to say that. I'm thinking like Dashboard <laughs> Confess. He's definitely listening to some Dashboard, like in the Building and Loan office. Yeah. Both of them with a little pinup rage. You know, she broke the record. He knocked over a something, model of something he wanted to build, probably. That he couldn't because his dreams were dying before his eyes. <laughs> hey, hey, George, it's called yeah, being in your just... 30s. It's not just you. <laughs> right. So. All right. So what? Uh, what is your opinion of George as a husband, though? Good husband material? I just, I guess, I got finished lavishing praise over oh, Mary. gosh. I mean, I, like, he is committed to doing the right thing, which is extremely admirable, right? He turns down what is essentially like a million percent raise. That's a tough, that's a tough beat there. Like maybe take the 24 hours, George, maybe go home and talk about so, it. He has a lot of integrity and wants to do the right thing and treat people well. And, uh, but yeah, on an interpersonal, from an interpersonal standpoint, uh, it would be a lot before he, you know, got to see his, his world without himself in it. Before, after that, I'm sure he was a dream to live with because <laughs> he realized how important he was. <laughs> how did they get, how did they just move into that house? Did, did, like, it was a, Un, I know it was unoccupied, but like, how did they get the deed for it? Do they just squat in it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And she did all the help, like the home improvement work on it too. Yeah, I got. I just have, that? I have some questions about like the like the structural integrity of that house. Because <laughs> just because just because Mary like threw some wallpaper on it. Oh, I'm sure that's all she did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh random question okay when clarence bites the policeman 
do werewolf rules apply? Does the policeman now become an angel? <laughs> well, I, I, it seems like, um, you know, based on the theology of this movie, that you have to earn being an, a, a true angel. So I'm going to go with no, but the policeman does not get to be an angel just because he got bit <laughs> by a second class angel. He may, or I mean, maybe become like a third class. If there is such a class. <laughs> By the way, yes. horrible theology in this movie. <laughs> oh, who's Joseph? Is he like Joseph, the father of Jesus? Joseph, random head of angels? Is he Joseph of Arimathea? Is he Joseph with a coat of many colors? We don't know. Probably, probably not that one. Anyways, <laughs> I was going to tweet that, and then you put out your John MacArthur tweet, and that was way, way better. <laughs> I, I, I do imagine him, like, watching the movie and just, uh, like, harumphing and frothing at the mouth <laughs> at the questionable theology. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that if this movie were released this year, there would be... So many Theo Bro think pieces. (laughs) I mean, do you remember when like Noah came out? I mean, I guess that did come directly from the Bible, so that was different. But no, I I I remember people were accusing the movie of taking. How dare a movie take liberty of any (laughs) of any kind? Yes, exactly. Anyways, I definitely remember that. I liked Clarence's character a lot. I was a little bit surprised by the um, the time layout of the okay. movie. Like, I wish that his time with Clarence was longer. Yeah, we don't... It was so squished in at the end. <laughs> <clears throat> and also, I was... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> also, um... Like, why can't George get it through his head what's going on? Yeah, it took him a while, like, didn't it? Every, every turn, he's like, why don't you know me? <laughs> it's like, um, <laughs> because he's told you 87 times. Like, <laughs> you don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I liked that, um. I just I lo- I just love that whole that whole scene of him in the alternate reality. Yeah. And I like that he can I like that he can interact with people like Nick the bartender. Mm-hmm. I like that there's like a little tension there between them and it's not just like an immediate no I don't know you but Nick kind of puts up with right. him for a little bit. And that's that's it's really like a fascinating scene. Uh, I, I love yeah. it. Yeah. 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 He's not like invisible walking around watching yeah. the the different way the, the different way that things are. He's actually in it. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I do have an inappropriate question for you because this is fun sexy Bible time. Uh okay. what is the percentage chance that Clarence is going to watch George and Mary's incredible <laughs> Christmas Eve post suicidal <laughs> Twilight copulations. Um, uh, I don't. I 
know. Um, He's definitely watching. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> He's got his wings now. What, what can they do to him? I know. Well, I mean, in a heaven where you have to earn your wings, surely you can lose them too. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I feel like that's whatever level is. It, I mean, you've got like you've got birthday, you've <laughs> you've got uh, like Christmas coupon. I don't feel like anniversary. Anniversary. Yeah, I forgot about anniversary. Maybe Valentine's Day. I feel like yeah. I mean, just just an excuse. Who cares about Valentine's Day except for the excuse <laughs> to have sex? I feel like all of <laughs> on a weeknight. All of those tiers, where however those tiers are arranged, the one that's way above them is, I almost killed myself today. <laughs> and then people came and gave us a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, if you can't, if you, if you're not ringing the bell after after all that, yeah. I mean, what's what's I... the point of being married? <laughs> What is the point? <laughs> <laughs> All right, final final oddball theory of, from someone who's thought okay. way too much about this. So much. Talk me out of this. Mm. Uncle Billy's not real. <laughs> He's like, what is he? He is a figment of George's imagination mm. that his his psyche created. To help him deal with the fact that he lost all that money himself. Ah, that's interesting. So Uncle Billy's not real. At no point was Uncle Billy there. Like, it doesn't make sense why Uncle Billy wasn't at the wedding. Like, why wouldn't you be at the wedding? Like, did you forget? Did you have Mm -hmm. to, like, work? Like, why would the building alone be open on a weekend? Because you're obviously getting married on a weekend. I think the whole point was that he was super forgetful and just absent-minded, right? Yeah, which they built they built the case pretty strong for that that he forgot to go to the wedding, and which, yeah, which mean, is exactly the guy you want taking <laughs> eight thousand dollars to the bank. As soon as this, I mean, because you know I hadn't seen it, so I didn't I didn't know what the crisis was. I knew there was a crisis. Mm-hmm. I was like, why did they give him all that money? I mean, I don't... I'd be like giving money to my three-year-old and being like, can you go deposit this for me? (laughs) (laughs) So, it's just so odd. I I think you can build a case that Uncle Billy is not real because really the only people he interacts with meaningfully Uh are George... And the Mr. Potter thing, but that wouldn't have even happened because George was the one that lost the money. Hmm. Interesting. Like, there, like he's not necessary to the plot, like, in really any way. Right. Um, because you could just explain him away as just not as being all in George's mind. And, and the plot mm. continues on, unaffected. Interesting. Like, when they're at the train station and they're there to meet uh, Harry Bailey. I mean, that could have just been George there. Like, Uncle Billy doesn't need mm. to be there. Mm. When they're in, when they're in the business meeting and the board is is threatening to dissolve the company, and uh, 
George has his big speech about no 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 right. no, no wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Billy was there, but he wasn't really necessary to the plot. He was just sort of an accessory. So maybe George created him because his own father was, you know, just garbage. Oh, <laughs> according to you. Yeah. You're 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 going through the looking glass right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So you've informed me that uh, you get to pick the next movie for FSBT movie night. I, I have to say one more thing about this. Yes, movie. go for it. <laughs> when it was finishing, it, it, the movie was finishing. I thought. The only way I would want that many people in my house is if they were all giving me that money. And I was like, oh, wow, I totally missed the point of the movie. <laughs> the whole point of the movie was that money doesn't matter as much as people. And literally having the thought, oh, gosh, all those people in the house is so crowded. <laughs> It's awful. In summary, <laughs> you are a delight. <laughs> okay. So that was my big takeaway that I missed the point. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> All right. So you told me you're picking the next one. Uh, are you ready to right. announce this or are you still deliberating? No, I'm not. Okay. Because, I mean... First, we have to see if people want us to make this a regular thing. <laughs> because there's only so many, like, classic... This is, like, a classic holiday movie. So we could just... We could live-tweet, like, all, like, classic, timeless movies. As long as they're not in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Fair enough. We will see. Whatever it is, it's going to be something that you wouldn't want to watch on your own, probably. Yeah, you got to narrow it down. That's about 90% of all movies in existence. <laughs> so, not a football movie. Yeah, football's dead to me right now. <laughs> not a war movie or any sort of violence. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, this is already sounding horrible. It's going to be Sex in the City. Too. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I haven't even seen that. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's that's horrifying. We saw Knives Out today, and that was one of the most fun movie experiences I've had in a while at the theater. What is that? Which one is? It's a, the Ryan Johnson murder mystery movie. It was great. Highly recommend. Who's in that? Um, everybody. Oh, Christopher Plummer, Tony Collette. Uh. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Captain America. I think I've seen the preview. I don't, what's that. his name? Okay. Yeah, it's, it was great. I gotcha. It was just fun, especially because the last movie I saw in the theater was The Lighthouse, which was the opposite of fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Raspberry!